Hello, and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're booksmen. Tim, you edit this show, and I hope you keep in at the beginning. You're going, we'll cut this. <laughs> I was going to say something uh, that wasn't broadcast ready. Yeah, sometimes we say things to each other that off, not <laughs> the problem is it's not off mic it's on mic yeah but it's like we'll edit this out later yeah but i'm gonna say this to make tim laugh right now and it's too risky <laughs> to get a, to get a laugh of like one well, i hope he remembers to cut this out in the comments below <laughs> let us know how much you would pay for month for <laughs> per month for an unedited feed of what we talk about between when we record, well, every week we get together, Yeah, we record the normal, the complete get to everything episode yeah. and books the podcast. But in between, mm-hmm. after we've had a couple of <laughs> beers, right. we talk for a good 30 minutes. Oh, at least. Uh, about politics, yeah. about things our, that- Our other friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think- you, you, you floated a $50 tier. I think a $100 a month tier. Yeah. I'm just worried about we somebody have, leaking this. Yeah, we'd have to put like DRM on it or something. Or make everybody sign an NDA. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would love to sue a patron. <laughs> well, Tim, that's not I'd a... love to start bankrupting <laughs> our patrons. You know, why Why get $5 a month? When we could get $5 million in one shot. Exactly. Yeah. Just clean them out. We should just start making all the patrons sign... Uh, NDAs to begin with. Yeah, you guys would be cool with that, right? Sound off in the comments below. <laughs> they could probably just put it in like, we should talk to Patreon and be like, can you put in your like terms of service <laughs> that if you contribute to uh, anybody's campaign, you also agree to their NDA link, you know, you have to find the link, whatever. Yeah, It'll exactly. make it very difficult to find. Exactly, And they can't discuss anything we say here. Nothing. You can't share the link. You can't talk about it with anybody. You shouldn't even really think about it too much. <sighs> We're discussing the book Holes by Lewis Sacker. <laughs> it's a it's a children's book. Yeah. Can I tell you something I learned about this guy? Uh, Lewis Sackler? Sacker. Sacker. Sacker? Sacker. S-A-C-H-A-R. A big football guy? Yeah, exactly. Big defensive lineman. He leads the league in uh, knocking out them them quarterbacks. Yeah, quarterbacks. Fuck them. I, I watched gel their hair so nicely. Do you did you watch this uh, Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix? No, I have I have Aaron Fernandez Hernandez. Hernandez. <laughs> I thought you were doing that as a bit for a second. I almost was going to correct you. I was going to say Aaron Hernandez for fatigue. Uh, and I, uh, instead of fatigue, I, I combined Hernandez and fatigue into Fernandez. I have Fernandez. Uh, the same way that I have Jeffrey Epstein fatigue. Oh, well, that's what they There's want. There's a you new to have. Jeffrey Epstein podcast every week, and Apple features the new oh, one every they? week and it's like there's 12 like i i get it i wish somebody fucking cared in the decades <laughs> right. that people were screaming about this yeah yeah and nobody was paying attention Unfo- now the fucking asshole's dead yeah fortunately like, he's not hurting anybody yeah. so like reporting on it after the fact is still good but yeah. it's not doing the same impact um 
And, and we our, all know the story now. Or any of the podcasts uh, for Jeffrey Epstein doing like... Uh, Defending him? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I know that's that's how you would like to take the story. Yeah, well, what about the plausible deniability? No, have are any of them doing like new reporting or is it just podcasts about things that have previously been recorded? Is I'm anybody sure, breaking anything? I'm sure, I mean, because there are so, like, unfortunately... So many fucking victims that can now come forward. I'm sure they're they're all talking to at least some of different people about their experiences, Mm -hmm. which, again, I think this should be uh, out there in public knowledge and people should hear about it. But you've heard enough. I've I've heard all I need to hear to be like, And where do you fall on him? I think tentatively against. (laughs) Right. Look, I don't want to slander the guy. He's dead. Do you think he did kill himself? No, he certainly did not. There's no way he did. And is that a right-wing talking point? I feel like it's anti-Clinton to say that. No, because I don't necessarily... Look, he had a lot of people that very much wanted him to not testify. If Hillary Clinton could stage... That thing. She could have fucking won yeah. the election. Oh, she could have just been like, oh, and also uh, uh, tell all the, the electoral college I'll yeah, kill them exactly. if they don't vote for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is a little bit of a preview of the hundred dollar tier. <laughs> a little bit. That you'll These need are to... the kinds of topics we talk about. But yeah, no, I think there were plenty of people that wanted him dead. And he very obviously did not kill himself because he very obviously, like, had skated through his whole life doing horrific things without consequence. And I'm sure this was, like, no different. Like, well... No billionaire is going to kill himself because no billionaire fucking, like, actually thinks they're going to face a consequence. No, he was spending, what is it, like 16, 18 hours a day, 12 hours a day maybe in a conference room where it was like you can meet with your lawyer for an unlimited amount of time. Yeah, mostly. just shooting the shit. Yeah, so they would buy out the vending machines, and they would just have snacks and stuff. I'm sure they they had like better than my day to day life. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure they had like computers and stuff, and it was just like, oh, hey, you can watch movies on my laptop. You can do whatever. You think he was watching movies? Oh, he's probably seen more movies than I have. (laughs) Yeah, he's probably, probably got screeners. They probably have a, he probably has a screener hookup. Oh, absolutely, he does he's friends I with all these Hollywood bigwigs? Yeah, I can't see goddamn Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, he probably saw it months before it even hit yeah, theaters in HD. Probably, oh, even. This he probably is saw bullshit. like a director's cut. But like, okay, so he he quote uh, attempted suicide one time, right? And then. In the interim, between and then that he and said, his six- please try to make sure I don't commit, try to commit suicide again. But, please keep an eye on me. But the thing is, that footage mm-hmm. from outside of his cell disappeared or got corrupted or something. Yeah. And then he went in and he changed his will mm-hmm. and did a whole bunch of things and then was killed in that footage or committed suicide. And that footage is gone, and the guards don't know anything. The guards were asleep. Yeah. And there's no... Uh, look, man, and it's fine. And he had fine. the we're bones the... broken in his neck that... 
they're like, we've never seen somebody yeah. who's hanged himself uh, break those bones before. Yeah. What do you think the thing was? Like, change your will? Like, what? what is the, compel- the compelling counter narrative, right? If... If the the official narrative doesn't make sense, uh-huh. and this is what the fucking podcast should be <laughs> on fucking featured on Apple, right? Oh, I'm sure there are ones like that. No, Maybe but not they're featured. not the, one, they the, don't the ones that are believe. featured or yeah. ones that are like, oh, we have journalistic yeah. integrity. We're not gonna. Nah, you got to go to. We're Patreon not gonna challenge the official narrative without any evidence. Uh, well, fuck that. Nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. It's just sad things that we all know that happened. Right, and like. We're all fucking complicit because none of us were screaming about this in the in the decades when we knew about it and, yeah. and it was happening. Ugh. I so uh, yeah, I've never talked about this before. Uh, <laughs> not that I have a personal connection, but I remember hearing about this like years ago after he went to uh, prison in Florida the first time, and I think it was when those pictures of him and Prince Andrew first came out. Like right after they happened where it was like this guy, everybody, all the insiders know this guy's who we now know him as. And like here he is with Prince Andrew. And I was like, they're just walking around in Central Park. And I like had a story idea of like, what if like, you know, somebody hired a hitman to kill him? Yeah. Like in the park, because like he's just walking around free and he has you know hundreds of victims, uh, horrific uh, victims of horrific things like and he's just walking around free. Like what if somebody was like, oh, let me hire somebody to kill him. Well, and maybe then, you should have hired somebody to kill him. You'd be a hero. <laughs> maybe I did. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we're talking holes today. You know, the thing is, it's <laughs> with Jeffrey Epstein, it's him. Like, you, um, if you, no offense, Tom, you and I are nobodies. We fucking know this. We knew that shit. Yeah. Tom, you heard the fucking shit about Bill Cosby. Yeah. You heard the stuff about Louis C.K. Yeah. Like, all this stuff, we all know this stuff. Right. Time for a revolution in this country. I mean, that's what's been happening. Yeah, it's finally been like, yeah, all this shit that people have been whispering about. Like, no, enough. Bill Cosby, you're gonna die in jail. Yeah, like, and that, and that's gonna be it. And Jeffrey Epstein, you're gonna be murdered in jail. (laughs) Let's talk holes by Louis Sacker. Sacker, you know, Tom. Guess Mm -hmm. what this guy wrote? What? Sideways stories from fucking Wayside School. What? Really? Yeah. He wrote that in like 1978 or 1979. Huh. He wrote this in the late 90s. Wow. And he write anything in between? Uh, more stories from Wayside right. School or well, something. Of course. No, he actually wrote these books that I liked. Um, that wasn't Shel Silverstein. Who no, those are where you... the sidewalk ends. No. And... Yeah, well, these are sidewalks, like, sideways. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know how Judy Bloom, or more like Beverly Cleary, wrote the like Ramona the Past and yeah. Jesus and Ramona. He, Louis Sackar wrote kind of like the boy focused versions of those. Okay. Um, in the 80s, like uh, books that I remember: Dogs Don't Tell Jokes. Do you? Do, no, I don't remember that. Uh, the boy who lost his face. Oh Jesus! 
Was that a horror story? No, it was about like uh, an industrial accident. No, in 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 Japan, in Japanese culture, it's like if you lose your face, right. you've embarrassed yeah. yourself. But like there were stories about like middle school. <laughs> there are a lot of stories of uh, Japanese school children <laughs> slipping on a banana <laughs> and embarrassing their family forever. No, being it thrown was thrown out. It was it was like middle school boys who like were having. Uh, identity crises. Right. So, like, uh, I remember reading those books specifically and being like, ah, you know, like, hey, somebody's writing to my, to my. I remember reading this book and I was thinking about it recently as like a middle, like as a uh, middle grade kid. It was like a scholastic book, like you know, one of the books that I read that wasn't it had nothing to do with school. It was called Double Dog Dare, and I think there was like a series. Uh, I vaguely remember this. But I remember there was a thing about, because it had like light romance things of like, oh, like, you know, the the protagonist maybe kisses his crush. Uh, But there was this whole thing about uh, that if you chew wintergreen mints in the dark, wintergreen certs. They spark? They spark. Yeah. Which I didn't know. I was thinking about this recently because I was uh, under my covers in bed doing what trying to sleep and i'm uh, but do you sleep with your head under the covers <laughs> no oh, okay that's how, that's how i pictured it like to be in like complete darkness okay sorry no tim if i'm sleeping with my head under the covers what if a monster comes in yeah oh yeah i mean but maybe the covers would protect you maybe the monster would come in and be like no one in here and that's true i try and sleep as flat as possible <laughs> smart <laughs> um but uh, I think it was just, like, very dry in my apartment, and I, like, uh, did the, like, you know, uh, like, tablecloth, like, whoosh of my covers. Like, ah, I just mm-hmm. want to, like, get these uh, flattened back out again. And there was, like, a an electrical storm of static oh, electricity cool. underneath, and it was just, like, blue, like, and I was like, this reminds me of that uh, that book. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Try it tonight. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I can get my apartment that dry. Get a dehumidifier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom Holes. Yeah. Uh, do you remember where we left off last week? Uh, Shia LaBeouf was Stanley was. Uh, at this... I'm interested how this plays out because Stanley is like an overweight nerd, right? And Shia, Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf is. is not, yeah, was... I assume that he plays the the Stanley in the movie. Yeah, maybe we don't he know doesn't. yet. Yeah. Uh, he's at this, uh, prison camp for kids where they have to dig holes. Mm -hmm. And if they find anything, they got to tell the warden. Yeah. That's all I remember. Yeah, good enough. (laughs) All right. So he's there. Yeah. Um, I took notes this week. Tom, can I tell you how much You didn't take notes last week? Mostly I read it. That's why I don't remember anything. I read it and then I pull up the spark notes. Yeah. And then like- that jogs my memory, but that's why it it happens to uh, like people always complain when it's my book to read. They're like Tim talks too much about the book, right? Well, this week you talked a lot about Jeffrey Epstein and the Clintons, so <laughs> <laughs> hopefully people will be happy. We'll edit all that out. People don't know what you're talking about right now. See, <laughs> so you edited the beginning out, but not that. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot easier to lop off like That's 15 true. minutes yeah, than it is to go like in and like surgical surgically. Edits. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Stanley, uh, he's he's still digging holes. It's like his third day. Uh, 
His first hole was the hardest to dig. Uh, yeah, that's what they always say. Yeah. But you got, yeah, because he was saying the older kids, like, they would be done with their holes in like 10 minutes and then go goof off for the rest of the Because they day. got good at it. Yeah. And Stanley's out of shape. He's, he's, he's overweight. Yeah, he's, uh, and he starts to get better at it. He starts to get stronger. It becomes easier. He's still mm-hmm. the worst hole digger. Right. But he's still the newest guy there. Yeah. No shame. He's digging. He finds this thing. It's a golden thing. Mm. It it's yeah. about the size of a finger. Mm. Gold finger. It's a tube, but it's closed at one end. Okay. So it's not a Chinese finger trap. No. And he's like, it's a it could be a pen cap, but it's probably too big for that. Okay. A marker cap. And but gold? Yeah, you can get gold markers. And on the end that's closed, there's a, a heart with uh, the initials KB. I feel like a lot of middle grade books have like that kind of mystery thing. Yeah. With initials. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not against it. I like it. Like right now, I'm like, what does that mean? Exactly. Um, uh, and remember this guy, X-Ray? He's like the leader. Yeah, yeah. He's and like cool everybody guy. falls in line behind him. Yeah. And when Stanley thought he found something... He's like, oh, and X-Ray is like, if you ever find something, give it to me. I've never found anything. I've been here so long. I'm like the leader. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he's like, I don't want to give this to X-Ray. Yeah. And eventually he gives it to X-Ray. And uh, and uh, X-Ray is like, hey. And he like X-Ray moves him up in the hierarchy of boys. Oh, okay. When they line up to like get their water later, he's like, hey, uh, I forget what they call him, whatever. Uh, he's like, you go ahead of zero. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, I imagine it's the kind of thing, if it was a good enough find that X-Ray gets out of there, that's not going to help Stanley. But if if Stanley shows it to him and it's not that good, then uh, the X-Ray is going to make his life a living hell because he's like, what did I tell you? Yeah. So he might as well give it to him, yeah. Exactly. And it sounds like it worked out. Yeah, I mean, the next day, uh, he sees X-Ray at, at breakfast. He's like, you got the thing? Because mm-hmm. uh, X-Ray is like, uh, he's like, okay. And he's like, no, 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 no. Don't, uh, after he finds it, he's like, you're almost done with this hole. Why don't you hold on to it till tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Start digging the hole. When you're fucking five shovelfuls in, you pretend that you get this. You get the whole day off if the warden thinks it's right. good. Oh, yeah, good thought. So X-Ray takes it, <clears throat> but the next morning at breakfast, Stanley's like, yo, you got the thing? Mm-hmm. And X-Ray's like, what are you talking about? Shut up. Get away from me. <laughs> and Stanley's like, what the hell? Um, but he digs the hole for a little bit, yeah. and then he uh, he calls over- uh, The warden? Yeah. like He has to call either Pendansky or Mr. Sir over- Mm-hmm. First, Mr. Sir's that really nasty fuck that uh, <laughs> just quit smoking. He's eating, he's eating uh, sunflower seeds yeah. a lot. He's, he's always like, I don't, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but he's like, hey, this isn't Girl Scout camp. He's he always like, uh, his one kind of- <laughs> Insult is Girl Scout Yeah, camp. he says all that. It's actually pretty funny that like uh, he says it like five times every chapter that he's in. He's like, what do you think? You're at Girl Scout camp? You know, this isn't Girl Scout camp. What do you think? You're at Girl Scout camp? It's good. It's like, well, yeah, I wish. I'd be probably doing better things than digging holes. So X-Ray's like, I found this thing. He's lying because Stanley found it. Mm -hmm. And then the warden comes out 
would you believe? The warden, some redhead babe. Oh. But maybe you're, uh, maybe scary to you because she's very tall. No. Well, how tall? How tall are we talking? I don't know. They don't, they don't get into the actual, <sighs> like, inches. Yeah, it's a real fine line for me. She's all freckled, too. Are you afraid of freckles? No, I'm not afraid of freckles. Yeah. When she comes out, does it go, oh, my dreams, Marauder. Why would they play Lowrider? <laughs> I don't know. They play that sometimes when babes come out in slow motion. Or they could play. Fuck, I forgot the other song. She's like, uh, oh, thanks for finding this. Uh, you get the rest of the day off. Mm-hmm. And then Pendansky, you remember that guy? Yeah. He's, she's like, hey, f- refill all these boys' canteens. And Pendanski's like, yeah, no, I just refilled them. And she's just like, listen, motherfucker. And like dresses him down in front of it, like cucks him real bad in front <laughs> of all the boys. And she's like, uh, do you want to dig these fucking holes? No, I said refill the, like she's real mean to him. Oh, God, I'm so turned on right I now. I know, you're you're <laughs> rock hard. I can see it from across the room. <laughs> So anyway, uh, she makes them all dig in the hole. She's like, okay, this is the hole where the, he found something. Uh-huh. Everybody dig. But the thing is, Stanley's like, that's not really what she, like, mm. she's clearly looking for something. And she's like, everybody, like, they all have to start digging together. And she's like, sift through all the dirt. Uh-huh. And uh, two of you will be digging. And then the rest of you uh, sift through the dirt and put it in wheelbarrows. And if there's nothing in there, wheel the wheelbarrows far away and dump them. So we don't dig it again. Exactly. You know you can buy uh, kits online of just like soil and just sift for gold in the soil? That sounds like but a there's sad no, situation. There's no way that they didn't already sift that soil to find gold before they sell it to yeah, you. Yeah, why would they do that? It'd be like buying, you know, uh, we'll sell you an open pack of baseball cards. There might be a Michael Jordan rookie card in yeah. there. We don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, I was thinking the song, the other song when she came out could have been bum, 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this guy's Zigzag. Do you remember Zigzag? No. Uh, he's just another guy. What would our nicknames be? <laughs> Flat Top and Ramrod? <laughs> Wow, you got those right away. Who would be flat top and who would be ramrod? You'd be flat top, I'd be ramrod. I have a flat top haircut. More than I do. Yeah, I guess, but not more than most. <laughs> you make it sound like I'm uh, Guile from Street Fighter 2. Sorry, flat top. <laughs> or flat top from Dick Tracy. Ooh. God, that guy looked terrible. Yeah. Uh, Zigzag, he was like, oh, yeah, the warden has... Uh, like, I hope the guy who played flat flat top in Dick Tracy had a lot of makeup up on, and that's not what he naturally looked like. Tom, mm-hmm. I read chapters thirteen through twenty-eight. <laughs> we we're on chapter th- thirteen. We're on chapter fifteen. <laughs> okay. But uh, just, you gotta stop talking about flat top. I'll I'll, I'll move briskly. Like I'll... you brought it up. Yeah, that's true. Well, you're flat top. Sorry, you look like flat top from Dick Tracy. Oh, you st- that's what me and the rest of the kids think. You're a, a, a very mean man. 
the the warden knew all their names, and and yeah, of course Stanley he was the like warden. she. Remember? Oh right, bump bump bump. Oh yeah. Um. So so Stanley's like, how does she know us? And and Zigzag's like, she's got cameras. How um, did and they... microphones everywhere. She sees us all the time. She even has cameras, tiny cameras in the toilet, in the in the, in the shower. Oh boy. Um, how did they describe her? They said she's a babe, or they like get into the details. She was tall, redhead, freckled, and a babe. Right. I don't know. I I I I like to think she's a babe. Okay. Because why wouldn't she be? Yeah. Um, and Stanley's like. Fuck, man, this warden mm-hmm. is looking in the wrong... She's looking for something. Yeah, she's got but the... Like, these she's sh- got the wrong hole. She's She's got these uh, P-cams watching us Yeah, in the toilets. But, like, Stanley's like, hey, wrong hole. Right. He's, he says that to the toilet cam. How do I make this uh, flashlight <laughs> less... Intense. Are you on the control panel? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there you go. Here's the thing. You've made it so dark in here. <laughs> I'll make it one... brighter. Okay. <sighs> what? Keep... I am I'm... reading from notes, Tom. I'm keeping the lights purple, though. Twisted. Tim, <laughs> Tim I... I... think the Joker's hair. Okay, what? cool. Uh, chapter 16. The warden makes them dig together again um, and inspect the dirt carefully. She gets pissed and threatens Mr. Sir. So she gets uh, all upset because yeah. she's just like, if we're not finding anything, I'm getting I'm getting very uh, impatient here. Mm-hmm. Um, Stanley, once he finishes digging for the day, gets a letter from his mom. Um, it's real nice, but the mom is like, oh, we might get evicted because uh, your dad... He's trying to invent the thing to get rid of sneakers, and uh, the sneakers smell real bad. This guy needs to go into a facility. Guess what? He's cooking the the old sneakers. Oh, come on, what are you gonna do with that? Yeah, and uh, it turns out Zero uh-huh. uh, can't read. Uh-huh. Oh no, he doesn't know that he can't read yet. He's talking to Zero, and Zero. You remember Zero is like the the guy that only likes digging, and like he's like a little guy, and like doesn't talk. And no, um, I, don't, I don't know if you talked about him. Last yeah, week. I did talk about him. He's never seen Sesame Street. Right, and that's how the chapter ends. Uh, chapter seventeen. Can you imagine never seeing Sesame Street as a child. Crazy. Uh, the uh, warden that's gets how you grow up as a weirdo yeah. that just likes digging. It's been a week and a half. The warden's getting pissed. Cause it's been one week and a half. So they're just digging this one big hole around where. Oh, okay. Right? Because like, she's like, oh. It's a group job Yeah, now. exactly. But the warden's like, you're still not finding anything. Blah. Uh, and uh, this guy, Armpit. <laughs> yeah, is, I remember him. He's like, oh, we're not finding anything or something. And the warden jabs him with a. Knife? No, with a pitchfork. Oh, Jesus. And draws blood. There's three uh there's three, three puncture wounds. Yeah. And uh zigzag uh they're 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 all digging and the warden's pissed. She's like, Yeah, I gotta find something. Come Where'd on. Where'd you man. get the pitchfork? <laughs> I don't know. She's the warden, she's in charge. Zigzag accidentally they're digging and he accidentally hits Stanley with his shovel, knocks him out and there's he's got a huge gash under Ooh. his ear. Yeah, yeah. Be careful, the carotid arteries, right? Yeah, over there. yeah. They make a they make a uh, like the adults make a bandage uh-huh. 
out of like a ripped t-shirt or something. Not very sanitary. Tie it around them and it's like, get back to work. Oh, wow. And He's then Zigzag's kind of a jerk about it. He's an like, infection. you got to dig your dig your dirt, man. Like, mm-hmm. like he doesn't even apologize or anything. Uh, chapter 18. Uh, it turns out Zero can't read. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah, he learns it for the first time. Uh, Who does? Stanley. Oh, okay. Stanley's writing a letter to his mom, and he's embarrassed about it. And Zero's hanging around looking over his shoulder, and Stanley's like, yeah, I'm writing a letter to my mom, and like I'm saying things. like He's making up lies as if the lake isn't dried up because he okay. doesn't want his mom to feel bad. He's like, oh, yeah, we went on the motorboat this 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 week, and right. like, it's fun. And he's like, yeah, I'm lying to my mom. And Zero's like, oh, I can't fucking read that. <laughs> Can you teach me how to read and write? And uh, uh, Stanley says, no. And he <laughs> says, uh, Zero is nobody. He doesn't Ooh. count. Jeez. Uh, Stanley, uh, oh, his muscles have gotten hard. Ooh. And so has his heart. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's a little bit of editorializing for me. (laughs) But it's also a little bit in the book. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like uh, the family from Succession that uh, it's like, he's nobody. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not, what is it? Not a real person. Yeah. Uh, No real person involved. NRI. Yeah. Uh, chapter 19. That's how I've started describing a lot of events in my life. Yeah. How was, if somebody asked me, like, oh, how was your weekend? I'd say NRI. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hang out with some friends, but no real persons involved. Um, All these kids are fucked up. Chapter 19. Yeah, no shit. They're in juvie. Yeah. Squid. This guy, Squid. Matt, you remember, like, how many bad kids were in our school and they weren't even in juvie? Yeah. It makes me feel bad how, like, kids are cruel and, like, the, the bad kids are always going through fucking real tough Oh, times. yeah. I mean, they're they're almost always, like, bad because their home life is yeah, horrible. Yeah, they're not bad because they're, like, the good son or the bad seed or some <laughs> shit. Like, they're, Once in a while, like, though, like, they are. Yeah, but, like, that's, that's very rare. Look, it's worth locking up 10% of kids to make sure no bad sons get out there. Um, this kid Squid is, uh, Stanley hears him weeping in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I hear you crying, he's like, shut up, no, I'm not crying, you're an idiot, shut up, fuck you. Yeah, well, that makes sense, that's what I would do if somebody heard me crying. Um, and then, seemingly apropos of nothing they mention, uh, here's the breakdown. X-ray, mm-hmm. armpit, and zero, they're black. Stanley, Squid, and zigzag, they're white. Magnet, Hispanic. Okay. Wait, who's breaking this down? The author. B- and, but the Lewis author Sager. waits to break it down then? Yeah, I mean, I guess Stanley is reflecting on how, like, there are. he was happy that there were no racial issues there because that's the way it broke down. Right. But that, out when that they're digging holes and they're all prison. Caked, yeah. And when they're caked with dirt, they're all the same color anyway. Right. Dirt. Dirt colored. So, uh, Mr. Sir, mm-hmm. who we met, the really mean guy. Yeah. He quit smoking, so he's been uh, chewing sunflower seeds a lot, eating sunflower seeds. A lot of ball players do that when they quit chewing yeah. tobacco. 
Magnet, you'll remember him as the Hispanic boy. Right. He steals uh, some sunflower seeds when Mr. Sir comes around to refill their water. And he uses his magnetic powers to do this? Well, that's how he got his nickname. He says his fingers are like little magnets. Oh. So he's like a sticky bandit. Yeah. Classic sticky bandit. Yeah. Uh, He's not like one of these guys that you see on like Guinness Book of World Records, like in India, that like spoons stick to him and stuff. And he's like, "I'm, I'm magnetic." Maybe, but I don't think sunflower seeds are magnetic. No, so they're I think not. He was just joking. Yeah, around. I think he just got sticky fingers. Yeah, magnetic fingers. Um, so they're throwing the bag around, taking the taking the seeds. Nice. Somebody throws it to Stanley. Mm-hmm. It's open, but yeah. also Stanley drops it, spills everywhere. And uh, the Mr. Sir comes back, and Stanley tries to obscure it, but like Mr. Sir's like, "What the fuck is that? Oh, you s- stole the sunflower seeds." Yeah. Stanley steps up, takes it like a like a true bro. He's like, "Yeah, I stole them from you." And Mr. Sir's like, "What about everybody else?" He's like, "Nope, just me. I stole them, me and me alone." He's like, "Well, it looks like I'm just gonna have to whoop your ass." Mr. Sir's like, "Come on, we're going to see the warden." Yeah. Brings him to see the warden. The, the warden's in this like air conditioned because it's hot there. The warden just got out of the shower. <laughs> yeah, and uh a saxophone's playing like wee wee And we're just seeing her silhouette as she dries yeah. off. Now we hear careless whisper. My dog is getting so upset right now. Uh the warden He's like, uh, so, so Mr. Sir's like, hey, this fucker stole my, uh, stole my sunflower. Or he's like, he's like, Stanley, tell him what happened, tell her what happened. He's like, I stole these sunflower seeds. And she's like, uh, and and Mr. Sir's like, no, I think he's covering. I think they all stole the sunflower seeds. I think he's lying and saying that he stole them. How much is a bag of sunflower seeds? Two bucks? It was a 20 pound bag. Oh, that's a big bag. (laughs) But Stanley was like, it wasn't full. Yeah. Um, and the warden is like, hey, um, and she goes and gets her uh, makeup kit. Mm. She takes out this uh, nail polish, and she's like, see this? I make my own nail polish. Well, that's weird. And you know what the secret ingredient is? Uh, asbestos. Rattlesnake venom. Very close. <gasps> wow. And she's like, it's poisonous while it's wet, but not when it's dry. I don't think that's true. And she... <laughs> Paints it on her nails, uh-huh. and then walks up to Mister Sir, yeah, and scratches his face. Whoa! And she's like, "You know what, man? Like, I don't care about your sunflower seeds. I liked it better when you smoked." Yeah. Oh. And he starts twitching, and he falls to the <laughs> ground, and starts uh, starts like uh, screaming and convulsing. Yeah. And Stanley's like, "Holy shit!" Or <laughs> is he? And she's like, "Nah, he's not gonna die." unfortunately for you. Now get back to work. And so he has to walk all the way back out to the hole. He was, uh, yeah. you would like this, Tom. You would like this book because it, uh, it deals with young boys' holes. <laughs> I'm going to say that once a week. <laughs> uh, so he's walking back, and he, he's walking back. He sees a rattlesnake, and he runs away. Um, and then he gets back and, uh, Zero has almost finished digging his hole for him. Mm-hmm. 
What's wrong, Tom? You seem less. No, I'm just thinking about how like before we even started this show, we were like, ah, maybe we'll make the Patreon show with the idea of like uh, maybe one day we'll release this publicly as like a secondary podcast after like. And the Patreon will be like, people could just get the episodes real early. There's no chance of that whatsoever. Now. Why? Because you say, like, you say horrible things about me on the regular show, but then you say, like, real bad things Fight about me. Fight back, Tom. Jeepers, no, creepers. I'm not going to give it uh, credence. Why not? People want to see you swing back at me. No, they, because, look, I don't want. Congratulations, I want pity. Yeah, you do want pity. Uh, Chapter 22. Um, So uh, Stanley's like, Zero, you you didn't have to dig my hole for me. That's fine. And Zero's like, you didn't didn't steal those sneakers. What sneakers? Remember uh, Stanley is in there because he stole the sneakers from the famous baseball player? Yeah. Derek Jeter. And there was some, uh, yep. And there was some... Uh, His rookie year. <laughs> there was some foreshadowing. This, Zero was like, hey. universe, Derek Jeter never made the Hall of Fame. Uh, Stanley starts... It's called Shoeless oh. Derek Jeter. So Stanley's like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll teach you how to read and write. Oh, like uh, it's easy. Yeah, well, he realizes it's not, but Zero is a math savant. Oh, Okay. He's like, uh, oh, so there's 26 letters. He's like, well, really, there's two le- two for each one. So he's like, oh, so I need to learn 52 letters. All right, teach me five a day, um, and in six days I'll be done except for, uh, you know, like. Wait, how are there 52 letters? Capital letters? Capital and, yeah. Oh, I mean, they're the same. Yeah. It made more sense when zero said <laughs> Oh, it. I can see, though, if you're reading, like, you see an uppercase A. And yeah. Like, what the hell is that? And he's learning to write too. So like okay. he learns one, right. you know, oh, thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Zero's like, "Hey, guess what? I'm the best digger here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna dig your uh, some of your hole every day, so you have um, uh, jump start the, the energy to to teach, to teach me. me." Um, and uh, Stanley's like, "Oh, I know what this gold thing was. Mm-hmm. I saw a pen it, cap, a marker cap." A lipstick. <gasps> and the KB. All right, I'm going to ask you to remember something. I'm not going to do it. You remember how uh, Stanley is cursed because of his great, great, great grandfather? Yeah, yeah. So the pig. And then, like, his great, great grandfather, or his great grandfather, mm-hmm. amassed a fortune and was making his way to California. And it was stolen by an outlaw named Kate Barlow, mm-hmm. the kissing bandit. The kissing outlaw. Okay. So uh, she stole all his money, kissed him. Usually she'd kill them. Yeah. But uh, she just left him for dead in the in the in the desert. Okay. But that's how his. his so it sounds like lost she did fortune. try to kill him, but he just didn't die. But normally she'd kill them like instantly. Yeah. Okay. So then. So she's like a poison ivy type. Yeah. And it's like, and that was a hundred years ago, right. you know, a hundred and ten years ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. So now this, the book cuts to a hundred, hundred ten years earlier, chapter twenty three. Uh, so Green Lake, where they are, where the lake is yeah. all dried up. Uh, it's a beautiful lake. It's nice. And this Miss Catherine Barlow, mm. she's this hot school teacher. 
um, that everybody in the town wanted to bone. Um, and she uh, she made this deli- these delicious spiced peaches. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to get their hands on the spiced peaches. Oh, it's like a euphemism. I don't know, whatever. Um, and uh, this rich guy named Trout Walker, his real name I think was Charles Walker. Uh-huh. This is like this rich guy. Um, and he was called Trout Walker because his feet smelled like fish. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he's like, hey, I got this motorboat, and it's this crappy motorboat that uh-huh. would like spew all the... It's like, but I'm a rich kid. And he's like, do you want to come out? And he tried to court um, Catherine Barlow. Yeah. And she's like, nah, not interested. And he's like, nobody has ever turned me down. He's like fucking Francis from uh, <laughs> Pete's Big Adventure. <laughs> right. And she's like, looks like I just did, dick. Um. And he got mad. Of course. Okay. Back in present day. Mm-hmm. Mr. Sir, uh, he's all fucked up his face because uh, oh, he was scratched venom, with the poison. Yeah. And he's being a Probably dick. like festered. And one of the other kids, you know how like there's there's a bunch of different bunk. There's like yeah, four yeah. or five. Some kid was like, hey, what happened to your face? And Mr. Sir almost chokes him to death. He's wow. Like, My face looks great. I don't know what you're talking about. What? Oh, yeah. that poor kid was probably just concerned. Like, you should see a doctor, I yeah. think. Yeah. And Mr. Mr. Sir's uh, in charge of uh, giving Stanley water and the rest of the boys water. Mm-hmm. As they're... Which they have to, like, truck in. Yeah. And, and every time it's him and Mr. Pendansky kind of switch off. But every mm-hmm. time Mr. Sir comes, he, like, holds. Uh, uh, Stanley's canteen away from the spigot, oh. and uh, does it, and it all just goes into the onto the oh, ground. He's like, dick. and then hands him back the empty canteen. He's like, "Well, there you go, bud." Well, and he's like, uh, "Is he like, hey, I'll die?" <laughs> he doesn't care. Mister Sir thought he was gonna die. All right, and then it jumps back 110 years back to so even further back. Um, no, it was like 100, 110 oh, years. Okay. Yeah, same. It it was to the original time. Right, and this Catherine Barlow, mm-hmm. the the school teacher who she teaches the kids during the day, and uh, she teaches and the man uh, at night. Yeah, no, she teaches the grown ups at night because it's like, uh, is know. it like a Kama Sutra course? It might have been. They don't go super <laughs> into it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's like one of those uh, classes that I would see on Real Sex when I was fourteen. Real sex sucked so bad it really did but you know what at the time it was the best we could get yeah so there was they, they go into this whole thing about doctor this doctor in the town mm-hmm. but the real thing is this guy uh sam who is an onion man <laughs> i consider myself an onion man <laughs> and he had a donkey uh named mary lou uh, this guy's living my dream life. Yeah, and so people would go to the doctor <laughs> with their ailments, and the doctor would prescribe real things, and then they'd also go see Sam, mm-hmm. and Sam would be like, oh, I've made this onion paste. Mm-hmm. This will cure you. Yeah. And everybody would always do both. Why not? And nobody Cover was all your sure bases. what really cured them. Right. And like he'd be like, hey, rub this onion paste on your head mm-hmm. if you're bald. and will uh, grow yeah. hair. And like the doctor was even kind of like, look, I don't know if it's my medicine or Sam's uh, onion paste uh, because, like, the doctor was bald, but you could smell onions on his head. Ah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, So uh, 
uh, Catherine Barlow came and she's like, "Hey man, uh, uh, I want some of your onions or something." I don't know. He was <laughs> like, uh, "I can't pay you," or she's like, "I can't," or no, he, he wants. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> They're flirting, and he's like, "She's like, oh Catherine yeah." Catherine with the onion man. Yeah. Okay. And uh, even though he smells like shit. Yeah, but he's a real nice man. Everybody loves him. Um, yeah, but she's like a hundred years ago. Everybody smelled like shit. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, I'm doing badly because there's a hole in the roof of the, of the of the schoolhouse." Yeah. He's like, "I'm very handy with my hands." And she's like, "Man, you have real strong hands." He's like, "Yeah, let me come fix that. You give me a couple <laughs> jars." Yeah, and she's like. I'll give you some of my spiced peaches if you, uh, you know. And so he fixes. Give me some of that onion paste. Yeah, and he fixes the the roof. Mm-hmm. But then she keeps, she likes shouting up to him while he's fixing it. And she's like, actually, the door's creaky, too. And, like, he keeps coming back. And she keeps, you know, he's there all the time. And she's she's paying him in spiced peaches and i'm not sure if that's a euphemism for a kid's book how many spiced pieces peaches can a man eat but um so you know at the end of you know a, a couple months time mm-hmm. she has the best schoolhouse in all of uh in all of green lake mm-hmm. it's the only schoolhouse <laughs> right. but like the best building and yeah, like, yeah it's nice but really she just wanted to be around this guy sam yeah one thing that we didn't find out until later in the chapter, Lewis Sacker's name, not uh, words, not mine. Sam is a Negro. Oh, okay. And Catherine Barlow is not. Right. And it's raining one day. So certainly, a hundred years ago, that was a problem. He's he's done with his uh, with his uh, all the work, and she's like, "There's no work left to be done. I'm so sad." She runs out into the street in the rainstorm. And she's like, "Wait." She kisses him on the street. Mm. They think nobody sees her, but some old fucking busybody no, sees them. That's always the case. And guess what? By the next day, they're after Sam. They're gonna they're yeah. gonna hang him. Ugh. Yeah. And uh, that that man, uh, Trout Walker or whatever the fuck his name oh, was. Oh, I'm sure. He comes yeah. back. He's like, oh, ah, yeah. well, guess what? You're fuck you. You're getting run out of town, and this guy's getting hanged. Lead lead the charge. Yeah, and she goes in to see the sheriff, and the sheriff is all drunk. He's like, "I'm gonna hang this guy." Mm -hmm. Uh, And she's like, "I kissed him," and she's like, "He's like, oh, it's a crime for a a a negro to kiss a white woman." She's like, "I kissed him," and he's like, "That's not a crime, but it's a crime for him to do that." So, and she's like, "He's like, or you can kiss me right now." And I'll let him go. Mm-hmm. She's like, fuck you. And she runs and gets Sam. Mm-hmm. And she's like, let's uh, let's let's go. You're going to have to leave your beloved mule, Mary Lou. <sighs> he's like, he's so sad. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, because he loved this mule. Uh, this donkey, not mule, donkey, right. whatever, whatever. Same thing. What's the difference no, between a donkey a mule? No, a mule is uh, a cross between a donkey and a horse. Okay, that's a donkey. He's like, all right, and they get. He has a boat, mm-hmm. and they're rowing away, and all the townspeople are after them. And then who has a fucking motorboat? Oh, but trout. trout. Yeah, we already knew that. And, uh, long story short, uh, they 
capsized the boat. Mm. Uh, Sam gets shot and killed. Uh, Catherine gets uh, rescued against her will. What does that mean? Like she just oh was she was like, in the boat too yeah because oh, okay. they were gonna run away together oh, I didn't know she was in the boat and she's just like let me die but they bring her back uh, Mary Lou the the donkey has been shot and killed oh come on and uh, from that day on it never rained in Green Lake again and that's why uh, it's it's all dried up now right. in the desert she goes. And fucking kills the sheriff. Oh, good for her. And then leaves, and then she becomes Kate Barlow, and she's the one that goes out and fucking uh, starts killing people and, mm-hmm. and stealing their their money. Wow, this really uh, took a turn. She comes back mm-hmm. to hide out after 20 years, um, and then there's this redhead uh, lady there. I forget her name. <laughs> I stopped taking notes at this point. You were too engrossed in the story, probably. Yeah, uh, Linda Miller. It was a former student of Catherine Barlow's, and she's married to fucking Trout now. Mm. And they're like, we know you're back in town hiding out, mm-hmm. and we know you buried your treasure somewhere. Mm. And uh, How'd she get a treasure? By robbing... All the people, oh, including yeah. Stanley's great right. grandfather. Who was he? Just some guy. Oh, okay. That's what she did. She went out there and fucking robbed people yeah. and amassed a treasure. Yeah, because she was like, fuck this whole town. And so Linda Miller mm-hmm. and uh, Trout Walker just like, show us where you buried your shit. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, we're going to make your, we're going to torture you. Yeah. And they fucking tied her up and, and enough that she could walk but not run. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she got uh, bit by a lizard. Mm-hmm. That lizard that we're talking about, the yellow spotted lizard. Yeah, I think it was the, a lizard. The, that yeah. And uh, she's like, uh, "Yep, it's a lizard." And then uh, Kate got bit by it, and she's like, "Well, I'm gonna die. You'll never know where my shit's buried." Yeah, and she dies. Good for her. She died laughing. Though. Like the Joker. Yeah. And that's the <laughs> twisted tale of Kate Barlow. <laughs> I gotta say, this book's pretty fucking compelling. I like it a lot. No, that that whole turn with the with what happened a hundred years ago that that adds a whole other layer. That's yeah. uh, very interesting. And it's all linked in a way that's like, look, it's a kids' book, so you don't mind that everything's all linked, right? And it's also like it's pretty ingenious. Look, a it's lot not... of stories are linked. Yeah. Look, if in every story nobody knew each other and <laughs> never crossed paths and there was no uh, yeah. uh, inciting incident or coincidences, uh, you wouldn't yeah. have any goddamn stories. No, I mean, real... It'd be like your normal, <laughs> shitty, dumb life. Well, and real life is full of, like, crazy yeah. coincidences and, you know, look at uh, Archduke Ferdinand. Yeah, or Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> That wasn't such a crazy coincidence. I think mm. he. I think there's a reason why he knew so many of these powerful people. Yeah. Man, this is all going to come out at some point, right? What do you think about... Back to Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. What do you think about uh, the whole uh, he belongs to intelligence thing? Like he's like a CIA asset? Or well, something? that's what... Uh, what is it? Barr said... The why he didn't like uh, why he didn't get a harsher sentence in Florida 
that he was told he belongs to intelligence, leave it alone. Really? You the don't attorney know this general of, of this? the United States. Yeah. Maybe I should listen to some of these fucking Yeah, podcasts. Jesus Christ, Tim, you don't know any of this stuff. I don't know, but they could have covered it up better. Couldn't they have just been like, we're going to let you like, go prison. back to your fucking resort island. Yeah. We're going to tell everybody you're in prison. I don't understand. I mean, maybe it's just hubris, but uh, like when he landed back in New York, I think it was New York, and like was arrested leading up to all this. He was like in Paris for a while beforehand. I don't understand how if you're a billionaire and like you get caught doing anything, let alone the most heinous thing that he did. And you get like a very, you know, you call in all the favors wherever you get a very light sentence. Why you wouldn't be like, well, you know what? I have passports from other countries and I'm a billionaire. And like, I've just lived on, it's not like, oh, I love the community where I live. No, I lived on this private island. Why you wouldn't just be like, you know what? I'm never going back. Yeah. I'm going to get a different private island somewhere else. I'll sell that private island, get a new one where there's no jurisdiction. I'll just stay there. I love the United States of America. But if there was like a even a, a 10% chance that I would get arrested <laughs> coming back, I'd be, like, forever, I'd be like, oh, yeah. no. All right, cool. If I had the means to live somewhere else and there was a small chance that I would get arrested in America, I'd be like, oh, then forget it. It's not worth it. Not worth the risk. I can export anything I want. They got McDonald's in France. It's mm-hmm. fine. Well. Uh, that concludes our discussion of the second uh, part of Holes, uh, children's book. God, I hope there's not like people on Patreon that are just big Holes fans <laughs> searching on there, being like, "Oh, it's pile." Oh. I mean, we it, talked about Holes for like a full. That's half true. Hour. Yeah, it's just buried in a bunch of other bullshit. That's yeah, our style. It's book ended. Yeah, it's books ended, and now is the end of the podcast. Thank you for being a patron. We will see you next week.